Devin Albertson here for Straight Up Sports. On today's podcast, I'm going to break down the district assignments that came out on Monday instead of Wednesday. came out a little bit earlier, so we're going to have a special three podcast week this week in Missouri 8-Man Football. This one's going to be all about the district assignments and my thoughts on how the teams were placed and who has the advantage, which teams, uh, which districts are stacked, and so forth. So that's coming up next here on Straight Up Sports. Okay, so now it's time for this uh, district assignments. They were released early this morning. I had just kind of woken up and I saw Chris Roush had tweeted out some 11-man districts and stuff. I'm looking at that and I was like half awake, just roll over look at my phone. And I'm like, they just released district assignments. So I'm going to, my half-awake state, uh, tweet these out real quick. That way has, everybody has them and sees them. They're with Moe 8-Man Football on Facebook and Twitter. Um, had a good time getting all those out there for you guys. And this is kind of my thoughts um, on the district assignments. A few surprises. Uh, district 1 was not one of them. Uh, they got the seven Wemo schools plus Northwest Hughesville. My initial guess was after Chillahowie um, canceled their season with lack of players that it was going to be this way. Um, just because the seven schools down there in the Wemo just made sense geographically to be together. And then the big question was what was what who they're going to send south with them. Was it going to be Hughesville was it going to be Oric? Was it going to be the two Concordia schools, leaving them together and send them both south? It was kind of up in the air. My initial guess was it was going to be Northwest Hughesville with Sacred Heart being sent south. Uh, not only do you have Hughesville there, which is the southernmost kind of Wemo school, but also Sedalia just south of them. Just kind of made the most sense geographically, in my opinion, for um, District 1 in that one. So I was right in that situation. Um that was a pretty pretty good layup there. District 2 is where things kind of changed up a little bit for me. My initial guess was this was going to be an 18 district was my first guess. It was a 19 district. This was a 9. I thought it was going to be Concordia, Keatsville, Norbert Harden Central, North Shelby, Oric, Santa Fe, Schuyler, St. Paul Lutheran. Uh, I thought they would keep Oric in this district and put Livingston and Bramer up north. They did not. They put Oric North, and they slide in Livingston and Bramer in for Oric in this district. Uh, this is the biggest district, not only by number of teams, but also in distance. I mean, you go all the way from Schuyler County, which is almost up in Iowa, North Shelby, which is over in the northeast part of the state as well, all the way down to Concordia. I mean, you got a pretty good distance there between those schools. There, I get there, I guess uh, North Shelby and Concordia and St. Paul Lutheran all in the same conference, but still, that's a heck of a drive of a difference there in the district. And I was just kind of surprised that they kept Livingston and Bramer in this one and took Oric and kind of bypassed those two schools and sent them north. I was kind of shocked by that just because, like, I'm looking at Oric and South Holt, which is probably the, the northernmost team in their district, or North Andrew, kind of depending on which way you go there. But it's 100 miles from Oric to South Holt, not only Holt. And I just thought they would leave the seven. There's... 17 Northwest Missouri schools, that's how I kind of classify them. I'm leaving Livingston and Bramer kind of classified in those. Really, there's 15, so there's kind of an odd number up there. But I really thought they would leave Livingston and Bramer north um, and leave Oric south. But they decided to put Oric up north. So Oric, um, probably the fourth best team in that district would be my initial guess here going forward. Uh, we'll kind of see. Um, but District 2, first of all, District 1, before I get too far ahead of myself, um, no, sorry. Scratch that. 
Um, I'm going to talk about all the districts real quick and who's all in it. Then I'll go back and talk about who I kind of look at the favorites in each one of the districts. So, District 2, Bramer, Concordia, Keatsville, Norbert Harden Central, North Shelby, Santa Fe, Schuyler, Southwest Livingston, and St. Paul Lutheran. District 3, um, this is where things got different for me, too. I thought they would split the Northwest Missouri districts um, up east and west, kind of like they did last year, um, which I might be able to pull that up, actually. Like last year, the districts up north, which I understand there's more teams this year, so things got a little bit um, different. Like last year, they split it evenly between east and west pretty much. So the the west district was Albany, King City, Northwest Nottoway, Pattonsburg, Platte Valley, Stanbury, Worth County. And the east district was LeBlanc, DeKalb, Mound City, North Andrew, Rockport, South Illinois Holt, and East Ashton. I thought they would do that again, but this year they decided to split it north and south, um, which I thought was a curious decision. Um, wasn't a big fan of that decision personally. Uh, district three, you have, this is the southernmost district of the Northwest. So you'd have Bishop of Blonde, DeKalb, King City, North Andrew, Oric, Pattonsburg, South Holt, Nolly Holt, and Stewartsville. Um, so that's Stewartsville Osborne. That's your, um, eight schools in that district. Um, then district four, you have Albany, Mound City, Northwest Nottoway, Rockport, Southwest Livingston, Stanbury, East Atchison, and Worth County over there so i was very surprised by that personally um so i didn't i did not see them split north and south i thought it was a possibility but i thought it worked better and this part of this is going to my livingston bramer theory where you would split it east and west you would put livingston and bramer in that western district leave oric south and you would split it that way but they just got to go different decided to go in a different direction so let's look at all these districts real quick and kind of think who could be coming out of these districts and who's going to contend to go to the semifinals and maybe do a state championship game this year. District 1, through the first three weeks, you kind of thought, okay, there's four, there's three teams in the Wemo who, I think, who we think are pretty good with Archie, Drexel, and Jasper. Well, Jasper got run off the field against Archie. Rich Hill is 0-3 versus the big three in the Wemo. They're probably not going to make a deep run, most likely. Who knows what could happen there, maybe in a rematch, but... They did not show out well against um, a couple of these teams down there, especially Drexel. That was a blowout last week. Um, so I'm looking at Drexel and Archie as the two favorites coming out of this district. I'm curious how Northwest Hughesville is going to match up with these teams down south um, as they're not really going to have any crossover games, I believe, down there. And they're kind of a wild card. I think they're the second-best team in the CRC. I'm just not sure how they're going to be able to transition down south. Um Let's see, the rest of the year they have Skyler, Concordia, Keatsville, Norburn, Harden Central, and LeBlanc. So they could rack up some wins here. They might not lose another game this year. So they could be a team that is looking at a two or three seed down there, down south. Uh, but there's going to be no crossover games to kind of see who they're playing down there and to any type of gauge of how they're going to do versus the Wemo schools because there is no crossover games there um, in that one. So I think it's going to come down to Archie versus Drexel for that district championship game would be my initial guess with Jasper probably being the three or four seed with Northwest Hughesville getting the other top seed in that one. Rich Hill could be a dangerous five seed if they get that high. Liberal, Appleton City, just don't know. A lot of these schools down here have been canceled a lot due to coronavirus, so it's hard to get a good gauge on them to play two games through four weeks or something like that. It's just hard to see kind of where they're at sitting-wise. Uh, but my guess is either Archie or Drexel is going to make a semifinal appearance this year. Drexel going for back-to-back. Archie in their first year of eight-man. Go to District 2 real quick. 
Um, this is a, I think this is a two team district at this point. Um, it's going to be North Shelby or Southwest Livingston, just like it was last year. This district, they were same district last year. Livingston beat him in the semifinals, uh, beat him in the district championship game. Um, as North Shelby could not stop Mac Anderson. We'll see if they can stop Wes Hughes and company this year. Um, North Shelby has a big game this Friday. I'll get to that in podcast on Thursday, but for what I can tell, it's going to be a two team race. Uh, St. Paul Lutheran. I know they're undefeated right now. I watched them play Saturday against Concordia. I think they're an okay team. I don't think they're special by any means there. Um, I wish I would have seen them play Northwest Hughesville. I know they wish they would have played that game versus Hughesville back on the 11th, just so they can get a gauge of where they're at in the conference a little bit. But they beat Oric, which was surprising. And Oric has a couple of guys who are missing that game back now. So Oric looks better than they were what they were week one. So not making excuses, just kind of, Giving some context there. Uh, they beat Bramer by Bramer by 19. Usually teams are going to make a deep playoff run. Don't beat Bramer by just 19. That's just a usual rule of thumb right now. Bramer hasn't won a game since 2017 for a reason. They're down right now. That wasn't a dominating win. They only beat Concordia by four points. Concordia is 0-4 this year. They've struggled versus some better teams. They got Keatsville next week, which should be a win. They got a winless Santa Fe team. Then they got at Drexel versus Liberal and versus Osceola in the year. So those last three weeks will tell us a lot to see um, how good St. Paul Lutheran really is. Uh, they're not getting any love right now in the media poll. And I know that can be frustrating when you're a 3-0 team and you're one of the what, eight teams in the state that are undefeated right now. One of the seven teams in the state that's undefeated right now, you're not getting any love in the media poll. I get how that can be disheartening. But I've seen them play live. I've seen Worth County and South Wilton Holt play live and Pattonsburg and EA. They're all just a little bit more talented than them right now. That's just – and they've had harder schedules. I think Albany, who is 0-3, is much better than St. Paul Lutheran at this point just because, well, they lost to Worth County by 2, Stanbury by 4, and Mountain City by 22. Those are two of the top five teams in the state, and the other one's a top ten team. I mean, they have the three best quality losses, and they were all competitive games. I don't like they're getting blown out in any of these games. Um, that's how that kind of works there. With that one, uh, District 2, yeah, just a two-team. And I think uh, St. Paul Lutheran and Norman Harden Central are probably the third and fourth best teams, kind of whichever way you flip it. Santa Fe's okay. Skyler's meh. Bramer, Concordia, Keatsville. There's not a whole lot of depth in that district. Uh, a lot of teams in that district, but only two teams who I consider um, state contenders right now. And we'll see even more with North Shelby after Friday. And Livingston's already proven themselves. They are state contenders. Uh, they lost to Mount City by four at home, and they didn't drop in the rankings um, this week. They stayed number three. Um, so, yeah, the first two districts, two ranked teams in District 1, two ranked teams in District 2, so that's four of the ten. Uh, better than the splits have been in the past down there. Uh, usually it's been one or two of ten. So a little more representation from the south this year. I think Archie and Drexel really helped that. And then North Shelby being really good as well, Livingston from 275. So... It's, it's developing a little bit outside of Northwest Missouri. District 3, um, I think there's four, three really good teams and two more solid teams in this district, so pretty deep in talent there. Um, I think LeBlanc, DeKalb, and Stewart for Osborne just aren't that great. Uh, I think DeKalb's probably the worst team in this district, followed by LeBlanc, and then I think Stewartsville Osborne would be, well, most likely be the sixth seed here, would be my guess. Depending on what happens, LeBlanc, 
Uh, let me look at their schedule real quick, see if they have a couple more winnable games. After they beat Keatsville last week, they kind of get their season jump-started a bit. Uh, they got Archie this week, Casey East Christian, Northwest Nottoway, Skyler, and Hughesville. So there's a couple of interesting games there. If they can win a couple there, they might be able to jump to the sixth seed a little bit. While Stewartsville Osborne, their schedule here for the wild cards, which they have that logo up there now on Misha. Good looking logo. Not going to lie. The orange and red work better than I thought they would uh, with that. Uh, they got Livingston, South Holt, Nami Holt, East Ash the next three weeks. That's a tough three-game stretch there. Uh, Platte Valley and DeKalb in the year, so maybe they can pick up a couple games there late in the season if they stay healthy for the next three weeks and maybe jump up to that sixth seed. So that's going to be a battle for the sixth seed in that one. Should be very interesting. Um, then I'd probably go either King City or Rick. I think King City will probably be the five seed just because they play such a tough schedule. And they, who knows with their schedule, they might end up dropping to a sixth seed, but I think they're the fifth best team in this district, maybe fourth. Um, just their their schedule is just so tough there in the GRC. And then you look at Oric, they're going to pick up a lot of wins over there in the CRC. Um, I think they're the second most talented team in the CRC. That week one loss to Lutheran is still puzzling to me. Um, they beat Norbert Harden Central. They won by nine. That was a three-point win. Um, they beat Concordia by 38, and then they beat Bramer by 35. Starting to get things going to back where they need to be. They've scored uh, 68 and 67 points the last two weeks, getting that offense kind of going a little bit for them. Against two teams who are a combined 0-7 right now, so take that with a grain of salt. But they've needed that to kind of get things going a little bit. Um, I do not – do they – yeah, Oric is off this week as of right now. They're still looking for a game. They're also looking for a road game. So if you, so if someone does cancel this week, we might be able to see Oric pick somebody up. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that as of right now. After that, they got home Worth County, home Santa Fe, home North Shelby, and then at Appleton City in the year. So I think they probably lose to Worth County, North Shelby, but they win the other two games. So two and two down the stretch right now. You're looking at. Five and three on the season. They're going to be right there in the middle of things for the four or five seed, most likely. Then the top three teams in the district, who I think are all pretty good and do different things. So I think it's going to be very interesting. I think a North Andrew South Holt Nolly Holt game would be very interesting to watch. I think that would be a blast of a game. Uh, two teams who are just rough and physical and smash you in the mouth. Maybe not the fastest teams, but man, they're going to smash you in the mouth. And I think, honestly, South Holt and Holt does not match up at all with Pattonsburg because the Spartans have not been able to cover anybody in a decade. I know because I played at Nauvoo Holt and I played against South Holt. They haven't covered anybody in a long time. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens with that. If they play Pattonsburg, I do not like that matchup for the Spartans. And the way things are shaping up right now, uh, let me look at the district standings here real quick. As of right now, it would be North Andrew, Pattonsburg, South Holt and Holt, Oric as the four. King City, the 5, LeBlanc, 6, Stewartsville, 7, DeKalb, 8. So that's how the district change would look like right now. So you would have week one matchup in this one would be North Andrew, DeKalb, oh well, Pattonsburg, Stewartsville, Osborne. That could get ugly in a hurry because Pattonsburg going to put some points up. South Holt, Nami Holt versus Bishop LeBlanc, their first ever meeting. And then you'd have Oric, King City, which I think would be a very fun football game. I think King City might actually win that. So that would be very interesting. Also, if King City drops that 6th seed, them and South Holt and Hole would also be another fun matchup just because how physical both teams are. This is a little side note. Um, 
but I don't think King City, Oric, LeBlanc, or any of them are going to beat North Andrew. So I think North Andrew, if they can keep that one seed, which they're looking pretty good to right now because as hard as they still have to play Stanbury and Worth County and I believe Albany. So they still got – and North Shelby this week. So their schedule is not easy by any means, but if they go 3-1 and one through that, most likely they're going to be the one seed. Pattonsburg, they got a lot of tough games coming up. Southfield and Holt, they still have uh, Rockport and Mountain City. So, heck, if they upset Mountain City – which would be a pretty big upset at this point. They could jump to the one seed, which would be great for them because you can see North Andrew and Pattonsburg had to beat themselves up to get to that next round, and maybe you get to play an Oric or a LeBlanc in the second round, and that's just an easier matchup. I think right now that 2-3 seed, especially for the 3 seed in this district, is going to be tough. I think the 6 seed is probably going to be King City based on their schedule, which really stinks for them because they're much better than the 6 seed. Um. As the things stand right now, we'll kind of see how the things go. Things are fluid right now, but if King City gets a six seed, that three seed has a heck of a trip through the district. So you'd have to play King City, either a Pattonsburg, North Andrew, South Holt, and then Pattonsburg or South Holt, North, North Andrew in the championship game. You have to play two of the top three teams in the district to get through it. Whew, that's tough. So we'll kind of see what happens there. That's a really good district. Um, Three good, three really good teams. So I would not be surprised if either North Andrew, Pattonsburg, or South Holt, Holt uh, wins the won the district. Because I think Pattonsburg will be better by the end of the year than they are right now. They lost North Andrew two weeks ago. Just because I think if they're at full strength, the make back, it's a closer game, and anything can kind of happen with a Pattonsburg game when that many points are scored. They're just the variation of the scores um, is vast um, with that. So. We'll have to see. The South Holt and Holt, I, think it's, I still think they're a really good team. I think we all kind of forgot how good their year started after that loss to Livingston. Um, they were in that game, and things got out of hand late, kind of spirals like some eight-man games do. But Livingston, South Holt and Holt is still a good team, and they're going to give their teams down the stretch. I think they're going to beat Rockport fairly easily when they play them later on. I think they're going to give Mount City a nice little game there. It should be fun, and it's going to be very physical and uh, a rowdy atmosphere there in Week 7. Can't wait for that. But I digress. And then we get to district number four, where we are six of eight teams deep of really good teams. Loaded. So you're going to want to get a one or two seed in this one, uh, would be my inclination. If you want to... Okay, I think there's five really good teams. I think there's five really good teams, one average, and then two not so much. But we'll kind of see, especially... I think Platte Valley could be an average team. They're just ravaged with injuries right now. It's really killing them. Northwest Nottoway is still developing a little bit. In there, so I think right now Platte Valley is probably the worst team just based off of injuries and stuff like that hitting them. Now go Northwest Nottoway, then I go Rockport. I know Rockport's right now the three um, due to district points, but um, the way I kind of look at them right now, they're they played their four easiest games to date. They could go anywhere from five and four to three and six here this year, and I think I'm leaning more towards the three and six. I don't know if they beat King City. I don't think they'll beat East Atchison, South Holt, Holt, Mountain City, or Southwest Livingston. And there's, they're going to get so tough. I think they're going to drop in the standings here and get down to that six seed probably would be my guess. Uh, if you look at the other five teams, Mountain City defending state champions. Stanbury's 4-0 looks like they're 3-0, and they look very good right now, like a team that could win a state championship. I think they're everybody as good as anybody else in the state. Worth counting at three and one, starting to figure things out. You knew they would. They're done. Those are the three of the four powerhouses in the state with the North Andrew. I mean, they're all in the same district. Should be a blast to go through there. 
East Atchison, we've all kind of forgot about them. I have not. They are right now the five seed in the district. So week one in the district, they would have played Worth County if the district would have started today. I think they're still a pretty good team. I wasn't impressed with them week one, but then that was more Livingston being good than them being bad, per se. Um, especially defensively. East Atchison is going to be salty defensively this year. Um so they got Rockport this week. They're itching to get back on the field. I know Coach Barons and Coach Dotson are itching to get back on the field. They're one-on-one right now. They want to get back on the field and play some football. They've been off the last two weeks. Two weeks ago, it was on them for having a COVID test. I mean, on them. It was kind of their COVID. Last week was a COVID scare by DeCam. The kid ended up testing negative. So that stinks for them, but better safe than sorry at this point. Um, so they're ready to get back on the field. I think they're going to – I had them at 11 in the rankings that I was going to do for my media poll. I had them, them, Albany, King City, right outside my top 10. So I'll get to my top 33 on Thursday, uh, 1 through 33 rankings, but I think they're really good. Um, I think we everyone's kind of forgot about them a little bit. And With that, and then Albany, the best 0-3 team in the state by a wide margin. I mean, I think they're still the 12th best team in the state. They've just played three of the top 10 teams and two of the top four, in my opinion. So... Sorry, I think they're really good. I just think they have to find a way to win here. They've lost two really close games, and they play competitive with Mountain City. I think they're very good. That district is loaded. And also, East Ashton, poor, poor them. Every year, it seems like last year, they were with Mountain City, who won a state championship and was the defending state champs. North Andrew, who may have been the second or third best team in the state. Lucky enough, EA was the one seed last year, so North Andrew had to play Mountain City in the semifinals in the districts last year, which was a great game. I was there. It was fantastic. And then Mountain City beat up on EA in the championship game. The years before, it was EA with Stanbury and Worth County. They're back with them again. Um, and last year, we've been okay if they were Stanbury and Worth County because they were down a little bit. It had been EA versus Pattonsburg. It would have been a great game in this district championship game, but they weren't in the same district this year. So EA just seems like every year that they get moved to district, it's the, oh, yeah, you have two of the top three teams in the state in your district. Have fun. Even last year, South Alton was a pretty good team. They had to play in the semifinals of their districts. And this year, they're probably going to be the 4 or 5 seed, would be my guess. Um, and they're going to play like a Worth County or an Albany in the second round. I think EA will probably climb to the 4 or 5 seed. Um, probably the 4 seed. I think Worth County will be the 3, EA the 4, Albany, Rockport, the 5, kind of depending on how that year kind of ends for each one of those teams. Um, so if EA, if they get a Rockport in the, second, in the first round, I think they beat Rockport in a rematch again. And they can play a Mountain City. For a rematch there or so we'll have to kind of see their worth county stanbury in like a two two out of three weeks kind of deal would be a lot of fun there uh just kind of see those teams which they're used to playing each other in the playoffs it just kind of happens just because they're so close to each other so there's no way to separate those two teams um but that district is stacked um if i go by ranking the difficulties of the district um i'd probably go four three one, then two, because I think the top two in District 2 are very good, but I think the talent level after that drops off a lot, and I don't think it's that much of a drop-off. I think there's four decent teams in the District 1, two really good. So that's just where I'm kind of looking at it right now um, with that. As I'm watching the Oakland, I'm sorry, the Las Vegas New Orleans Saints game, and Derek Carr just fumbled a snap. At the goal line. He's an NFL quarterback. Yeesh. Okay. 
Yeah, that's that's the Raiders for you. I always like seeing them stumble selfishly. Oh, he just pulled out too early. Or that was weird. He got lucky. Um, yeah, so I'm watching Monday Night Football right now while doing the podcast. So yeah, a lot of good things happened this week. I was surprised that they released them so early on Monday. I was thankful though because we got all that good good content out there. Um, of course, we have the top ten, the media poll, the top ten for the Misha points. Or top 15. I'm going to go top 15. Just because I think this is really interesting to kind of see how Misha points, how the numbers kind of shape up different than what the opinions are, but the media people like me. Um, and the Raiders just scored to take the lead. Wow. Embarrassing, Saints. Um, you have North Shelby 1, North Andrew 2, which they meet this Friday. That's a lot of fun to add some spice to that matchup. You have Archie 3, Mound City 4, Drexel 5. Tight at 6 is Livingston and St. Paul Lutheran. Uh, 8, Stanbury, 9, Pattonsburg, 10, Rockport, 11, South Holt, Nami Hold, 12, Oric, 13, Jasper, 14, Worth County, and 15, Northwest Hughesville. Bottom five, you'd have Ridge Hill, Osceola, Bramer, DeKalb, and Keatsville. So that's kind of what you're looking at with that. Um, and I think that's pretty similar to what I'd have for the worst teams. I think Ridge Hill's better than the record right now, but we'll just kind of see if they can get in the winning ways. Them and Albany um, are both kind of like that. For me. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Hope everybody's enjoying the games that we're seeing right now. We've made it through four weeks. We've got the district assignments already out. It's go time. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast. It's kind of my initial thoughts. I was shocked this in Oric North um, and Livingston and Bramer South, but it is what it is. They split Northwest District North and South instead of East and West. So a couple different wrinkles there that Misha always likes to throw at us a little bit. We got to be ready for them. Um, so a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast as we will talk to you guys. You'll hear from me Thursday. I'm also doing two other podcasts this week. So make sure you guys, of course, listen to the KQ sports podcast and the uh, clip notes podcast as well. Um, so thank you guys for listening to that as I'll talk to you guys Thursday here on straight up sports. Mm-hmm.